0: five four three two one you're now tuning in to true way gaming podcast hosted by one way soldier we answer your gaming related questions and talk about gaming related topics now available on major platforms like itunes spotify amazon music and others helping you game with a better understanding Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you can call me Carl. And here on True Way Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now, in this episode, I want to talk about two topics. And, as you know, True Way Gaming Podcast is not really a gaming news uh, channel, you know, it's, or, or a show, I should say. Uh, I mean, we're not. Even though I will talk about or answer questions, you know, that has to do with gaming news, rather, and talk about topics. And, you know, I'm still in the Xbox 20th anniversary celebration mood, per se. So, it's this past couple of weeks, there's been awesome news going on with Xbox. And then again, some sad news. And I wanted to talk about one of the, you know, pretty much this news. And what news am I referring to? Okay, so what I wanted to discuss um, is the pretty much the last of, I mean, we already know is the last of, you know, backwards compatibility. Microsoft um, revealed their final list of 76 games that are going to be added um, to the backwards compatibility program. Pretty much that's it. That's the end. But. I'm not going to talk about that. What I wanted to talk about was that the recent announcement of the last FPS boost we're getting for now. um, And even like resolution boosts, which is like Xbox One X Enhanced, so to speak. So I wanted to read an article. I wanted to read an article from Gaming Bolt and uh, about Jason Ronald. Jason Ronald, he... Um, recently one on the podcast i think it's called iron lords podcast um the, the, you know they they had an interview with him awesome podcast by the way i really enjoy the, the, the content it's funny um but yeah so jason ronald he was on there and he pretty much clarified or um how should i say announced something so i'm gonna read it now so this is from gaming Bolt, and i quote so ronald revealed that while the Xbox team is always looking at how to improve any older games for modern platforms, their current techniques have sadly reached their limitations. Applying those techniques to other games mostly causes game breaking bugs. He's talking about FPF Boost. Um, and thus, the team cannot do much more with FPF Boost using its current techniques. We're always looking at new ways that we can enhance titles, whether it's resolution increases. Frame rate improvements, things like auto HDR, he said. And transcribed by Pure Xbox. I'll say right now, with the existing technique, that we have the with FPF boost, we've tried plenty more than the 130 FPF boosted titles. And in some cases, the vast majority of the games work great. But then we find a game-breaking bug 80% of the way through. And we're going to continue to look for new opportunities and new ways. That we can enhance titles. But we don't have anything in the immediate future. Right now, I think we're kind of finding where some of the limitations of our current technique is. So, <clears throat> that's what I pretty much wanted. So, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted... Oh, sorry, I just <laughs> dropped my phone. It's embarrassing. So, that's what I wanted to talk about. And, you know, it's, it's amazing, FPF Boost. It literally... I love, I mean, you know I mean? I have every console. Like, Well, not every console, but I love Sony. I love Microsoft. I love Nintendo. But right now, I really commend Xbox for the back compat. You know, I feel like they, they are now, they've set a new standard in back compatibility. And I feel like they set a new standard to whereas Sony and Nintendo has to keep up. Um, Sony, they're doing great with, you know, making the PS5 fully backwards compatible with the PS4, with the exception of, I think, maybe eight games or so. But right now, um, yeah, like, again, you could get a Series X and S, and again, you it's fully backwards compatible for the Xbox One, with the Xbox One, excuse me, there's a list of 360 and original Xbox games. It's crazy, you could play four generations on there. So obviously, I'm sure everyone already knows that. Or the majority of people already know that. But what's amazing is the technology in the Series X. And I spoke about it in a previous episode before. makes your games play and look greater than ever before. Which is amazing, literally. I mean, the other day I was playing a 360 game. I think it was called Bond by Flames. And it has no Series X enhancers. No FPF boost or no... Um, you know, it's not Xbox One X enhanced. But I was playing that, and man, like, the game by default runs, like, at 60 frames. I do believe in the 360 version has an unlocked frame rate. But man, playing on the Series X is, like, a solid 60 frames is awesome. And basically, that's just a side note, really. <clears throat> but it's awesome what Microsoft has accomplished with adding games. And then, you know, they now we have over 130 games that are FPF boost enabled. And I don't know how many games are, are like resolution boost with, with Xbox One uh, X enhanced, etc. But it's crazy that we have games like Gears of War 3, for example, where it supports FPF boost and it was Xbox One X enhanced. So with FPS boost enabled, you're able to play Gears of War 3 at 1440p at 60 frames, which looks like a whole new. It looks like they, they literally comp- did a complete, like, remaster of it it just looks so gorgeous playing gears of war 3 now and the whole gears of war trilogy the whole um excuse me series um, even judgment you can play now at native native 60 frames per second which is insane which is amazing and um also sonic generations that's at 1440p at 60 frames per second um and just you know there's other games now that uh oh elder scrolls oblivion which is amazing like it's so amazing that these classic games we we're probably never going to see a remake of those games again. But what, what Xbox has accomplished, now we are able to play those games in a whole new way. It's amazing. It's, it's awesome. So it's cool what they accomplished. They they released 130 Boost games, and it's sad that right now that that sort of is not come to an end, but it's a pause on it, and and that's makes me kind of sad. You know, not kind of. Excuse me. It makes me sad. It makes me sad, especially where there is games that for example Fable 1, uh Fable Anniversary, um supports FPF boost now, so you can play that at 1440 p at 60 frames per second, which is awesome. And then Fable 3, but not Fable 2, you know, and just it's um you know, FPF boost is an amazing feature it and it's actually is something it's it's like one of my favorite features, I'll say. Um, it makes me proud of owning an Xbox Series X is the fact of FPF Boost playing classic games um, that, you know, we would probably never see a remaster or remake ever again. And with FPS Boost, oh my goodness, like I, I it's such a desirable feature for me. So it, it, I was sad to hear when Microsoft or Jason Ronald says right now with their current technique, you know, it's, it comes to a pause. So they didn't say, like, it's done, that's it, no more. They're just saying with their current technique, they can't improve anymore. And I understand that. It is what it is. And, but I, I like how he also said, but, you know, in the immediate future, like, they're still looking for new ways and new techniques to use. And man, I'm telling you, like, listeners, please, like, I'm praying. <laughs> I'm praying that they will find new technique techniques, excuse me, soon, rather than later. So I really hope that they... Find this and you know to get back into it. You know, I'm talking about within a year. You know, I don't obviously you need to take the time, it's something I'm not an engineer, I don't know how complicated it could be. I know it is complicated and it's not easy, but I just really hope that this is something that they will think about, discover soon a new technique or some kind. And I was a little and I was thinking to myself because I remember earlier, I do believe earlier this year, it was announced that. Dark Souls 3 received FEF boost, right? Um, and I remember specifically on Jason Ronald when he tweeted, he said a tweet where, oh yeah, um, you know, Dark Souls 3 now supports FPF boost and is with an exclusive technique, um, an advice that was given to us from the developers. So I'm just like, wait, what? The developers gave them an advice of a, of a technique? like In other words, Microsoft didn't use their traditional technique that they would use an FPF boost. The developer gave them or taught them like a, a technique to use to make that game run at sixty frames of of, of uh Dark Souls three. So I was just like, wait, man, I, I know they must be, you know, can they like? I would like for them to like, in other words, explore more on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I, I hope other developers probably reach out. Like, hey, have you tried? Doing this because I know Microsoft their their FPF boost Xbox One X enhance you know these techniques that they're using um they're not touching the game code of the games that they're applying this to so I know that's like great difficulty right there and and I just yeah I just in other words I just hope that they discover a new technique because again with Dark Souls three developers help them out there I hope either other developers reach out hey have you tried this have you tried this technique or etc and i just hope in other words like within you know within a year we'll see them say hey we discovered a new technique and we're back at it you know and i hope that we'll see that soon and especially with i mean i mean goodness we see so much emulators made today I mean, we see a whole bunch of uh I mean, even though it's not perfected, uh, I would say the Nintendo 64 emulation is not perfected yet. Even though uh, I think earlier this year it was announced that their source code of the Nintendo 64 was recently leaked online. So I expect in the near future, really soon, we'll see uh, an emulator that will perfectly emulate Nintendo 64 games. But we have, like, for example, the Dolphin emulator that can emulate the Nintendo GameCube. We have emulators for PlayStation 2. Um, that's been heavily worked on and really is coming along. Um, I forgot the name of the emulator, to be honest. But, you know, we have Super Nintendo, uh, emulation, NES, etc. So, in other words, I feel like, you know, with those in mind, or or my point of of those emulation emulators, I'm sure it will be soon that we could see Microsoft implement their techniques again or or find a new technique to implement It continues to support FPF boost. And um, I don't know if I should call it Xbox One X enhanced or just resolution boost, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they don't even call it that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I'm excited to see. And then the other thing sort of I wanted to, you know, with that point, transition into the other topic that I want to talk about. I remember briefly when I was I had a Tony was a guest here on the show. I mean, he's been a guest here a few times, (laughs) but shout out to Tony. Love you, bro. Mm. One of our conversations we had was, I I think probably in the 20th anniversary stream, one of the things that we mentioned was, for me, there was a couple of games. It was a couple of head-scratching moments. There was a couple of games that were not announced in the backwards compatibility um, list. Now, I'm like, wait. What? Why why is this game is absent? Why is that game absent? And you know, it was a real head scratcher for me, because there's a few games that um now that Microsoft currently owns Bethesda and they currently own you know pretty much all the IPs that um ID software, you know, they own Doom, they own the L Scroll series, they own Starfield, Fallout, etc. That's all the Microsoft IPs. Um I, I was really curious to why the, there's certain backwards compatibility titles that they, they technically own why we didn't see it release on backwards compatibility. And to me they say, you know, to I understand licensing issues, um licensing or, or um I forgot the other word. But basically and then also technical limitations. Um I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe technical uh limitations. And again the reason why I don't believe that because again we have seen earlier this year or rather last year well at the end of last year earlier this year with the series s and even series x you know people are downloading retro arcs onto their console and they're downloading these emulators like dolphin and all these other emulators to run like classic games and they run beautifully they run beautifully um through you know being emulated on the console so in other words the only scenario that i've here or seen where i guess a console is too well emulation in other words i i truly believe like you just have to optimize it you know like it's not like oh this game is too old so it will never and this console is too um is too powerful you know, we we could never uh, make this run correctly. No, I because because my example or the reason why I say that is like for the X for the Xbox three hundred and sixty for example. I know with Need for Speed two for example, Need for Speed two on the ground. No, Need for Speed on the ground two. <laughs> That's what I meant. If you play it on the three hundred and sixty, there uh, I know specifically when you do drift races, um, the game will break. You will like go through a wall and then you're just like doing an infinite drift bonus or whatever. Um, and there's certain you know and there's other game glitches uh you, now you can even like mod your console right with aurora and stuff aurora i think i said that correctly um you could pretty much unlock the back compat compatibility feature on the xbox 360 and i do believe it was reported i think mr mara did a, a video um on this before like the majority of games which i think is over 80% work beautifully original xbox games were beautifully on the 360 or i think it was 90 actually i think it was 90 percent um to my to my memory and there's some games that you know it you know it broke you know like there's game breaking bugs um but you know but that's because they weren't really optimized correctly because then you look at the dolphin emulator um, you know, a GameCube game, you know, and a PlayStation 2, and there's even an original Xbox emulator out there. Um, You know, it's just, you have these modders, in other words, that they are working on these emulations. They got their game, or, or they have... In other words, they continue to work on the emulation, and literally there are solid emulators out there that, I'm talking about original Xbox, PlayStation, etc., they work great, especially on the Series X and Series S. So for me, when Microsoft, when I when I read that, oh technical limitations, again, I'm not a coder, I'm not a developer, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, so I you know, this is just my opinion here. But it's it's an opinion that I'm confident in, saying that I do believe the just because it's on the latest hardware or GPU power, you know, because it's powerful, I, I don't believe that it's not able to run on the console you get what i mean like i, I don't believe that uh, i'm not buying that so i i literally think that it's just a licensing issue and um you know maybe because the ips are uh, the you know was lost through uh, developers transitioning to other studios um etc you know so th- that's what i mainly think uh but anyway what the head-scratcher moments the, the, the games that i'm referring to um and i have a little list here i have a little list of, of games that I really wanted to see backwards compatible and well, some of them I, I just, I desperately want to see, I, I wanted to see, but you know, obviously the, the the program is closed now, but the rest of the game, I, I think it's only two games like that, but the rest of the games, Microsoft owns the hell, you know, they, they, they own the IP. So I are, um, so I'm a little confused why we didn't see it on backwards compatibility program. So, one of those games off the bat that I was really confused or is a head-scratcher for me, and I mentioned it in the episode when I was talking to Tony um, for the Xbox 20th anniversary stream, was Quake 4. Quake 4, you know, obviously it's by ID. Um, software, so Raven Studios worked on it. My, you know, that uh, Microsoft doesn't own Raven Studios, I think. Uh, yeah, did they develop it? I think Raven Software did it. They developed it, but it's owned by ID, a.k.a. Bethesda. And, you know, Quake, they own that franchise. So it's a little weird for me, or a head-scratcher, to why Microsoft couldn't add that to the backwards compatibility program. You know, unless, like, like to me, the fans not demand it? Uh, because I, I know it was the... How should I say? On PC it was really good, but I know in the series, the Quake series, this game wasn't, like, most popular. It wasn't. But me, however, it was one of the first games I've owned on the Xbox 360. And actually, I remember um, first playing the Xbox demo disc with the Xbox magazine that I got from Xbox magazine and one of the games with Quake 4 and I played the demo. I fell in love with the game. It was awesome. And so I actually purchased the game from GameStop and I still have the copy today. I'm just really confused why we didn't see this backwards compatible. It's really strange to me, Um, especially on the Xbox 360 version. Um, playing on the 360 today it has hiccups especially when there's a lot of enemies on screen or um you're getting shot at by five different enemies at once the the frame rate really dips it really dips to the point where it sort of like stutters kind of so in other words this was this was a game that I really wanted to see appear in a backwards compatibility program on the series x because the series x that like it would had been a lot a, a locked uh, I do believe a lost 60 frames. If I'm not mistaken, I do believe this was on um this had an unlocked frame rate, so we would have seen this game a lock 60 on the Series X, and I think it I really benefited from Auto HDR, especially you know that's Quake Four and there's a lot of um you know it's sort of a how should I say that you know it's a you're on Mars and stuff and you know the, the 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 weapons that you use, the enemies that you fight. Um, you know, sometimes they shoot, like, beams and stuff. Like, in other words, there's a lot of lighting effects that I think could have really benefited from HDR. And it would have been amazing. And I would love to see that appear on the Xbox uh, backwards compatibility program. So, it's yeah, I was, like, scratching my head. Like, wait, what? I-, I was really expecting to see that appear backwards compatible. And, again, like, ID software, to my knowledge, owns this IP, you know? Bethesda owns it. And Raven Software, I do believe they assisted in developing this. So, because that's the only thing I could think of. Maybe, you know, but then again, for a company to require, like, IP, like, the publisher pretty much publishes the game, you know. I mean, we do have a few, As I'm over here debating myself before I talk. I was trying to say that I know in certain situations, the... Game developer, for example, like Sleeping Dogs, United Front, right? Um, the originally the game was going to be True Crimes Hong Kong. Activision was publishing that game. Uh, United Fronts was ready to launch. Literally a couple of weeks before launch, um, Activision thought the game wasn't going to be good enough for the franchise, so they canceled the launch of that project. United Front Games, they were upset about that, and they but they you know developers they developed the game and they owned technically the the work that they did. You know, so Activision they owned the True Crimes IP, but developers I guess had right the rights to the game. So in other words, they took the project and they went to find another publisher, aka Square Enix, um published the game. Um uh, but United Front Games, they owned the IP and they just changed the name. They changed some uh I do believe faces, some character faces, because obviously it was um, when the game was being advertised as True Crimes Hong Kong, you, know, you saw certain characters on screen. You know, They had to redesign some characters and, and some stuff. And yeah, so my, my point is that's a scenario where technically True Crimes was owned by Activision, but developers, they had the rights to the game. So literally, they changed up a few things and released the game as Sleeping Dogs, not True Crimes Hong Kong. Um, but in this scenario, Quake has been a ID uh has been an IP that Bethesda always owned. You know, so it's just really weird that quick forward didn't a, a feature. Um the second game that I wanted to talk about that again did not arrive from backwards compatibility and again it was a head scratcher for me. Why it didn't appear is wet. And now you heard me talk about this in a previous episode before again I literally I think I released an episode where um I had a list of um games that i wanted to be backwards compatible so so i promise you there is different games here i'm not trying to go over that same list here um but what again that is an ip that's owned by bethesda so i remember when that game released uh it sold well it sold well i think it sold over a million copies um but the ending of the game it was sort of like a cliffhanger um and you know sorry if... yeah you do not want to be spoiled about that, but um, but in other words, the developers I forgot the developers who made the game, but developers they wanted to make a sequel, they wanted to make a sequel, they were passionate about the project, but because at that time before Xbox owned Bethesda, Bethesda it didn't reach, it didn't meet their expectations, it didn't meet their expectations, so they decided to not publish a sequel, and obviously if they decided not to publish it or you know fund the project, developers their hands were tied, they couldn't do it you know but it's a little weird that and again bethesda owns that ip so uh, to my knowledge so i again it's it's weird that we haven't seen that backwards compatible now that xbox owns it you know so because i'm like what licensing issues they could have had when bethesda owns that ip you know so again it was another head scratcher for me and the other game, the third game that I want to talk about is a game called um, Alpha Protocol. Alpha Protocol, now that's a, a third-person action RPG. Um, to me, personally, I really love that game. That game, It's it's. it was developed by Asidian. Um, I think published and, Wait, was it published by Sega? Or... I know Asidian developed it. I think Sega may have published it. I'm not too sure. Um... But I do believe it's a game that Obsidian owns. It's under their IP, it's under their belt. Now, that game didn't do too hot when it came out. Um, but pretty much, you get to create your own agent. And there's a whole bunch of dialogue choices. I guess what was the selling point of that game is literally you get to choose what, obviously, you know, Mass Effect, you get to do that as well. But you get to choose your own dialogue choices. Um, and literally, it will determine. Whether characters will like you or not like you. It's also cool that literally you go through the whole game and you could choose to, uh, like, certain events will occur, like, you know, enemies or and or um, uh, story in, in the campaign. Uh, like, enemies were like, people would have to will talk to you, but at any given time, at any moment, you could literally walk away and just, like, end the conversation and you could still pro- pro- progress through the game. You could literally choose to play the game by ignoring everyone if you wanted to. And again, certain and literally, uh, certain either paths, certain um, um, how should I say, certain sequences will happen based on how you speak to people. You know, um, now again, I know that may sound generic, <laughs> you know, because we have other games like that, like Mass Effect or stuff. Well, well, you get to choose whether people like you or not, or it will make you go to evil in terms of a morality system. Um uh, but literally, this game how they executed I liked because literally certain events will not happen. If you say a certain something, you know, you say a certain thing, literally events may, will not, or, or does not. And I like the way they executed. execute. And plus I also liked how you could sort of specialize in a skill area. So for example, I mean, my character specialized in martial arts, you know, you could specialize in, in uh, you know, in, in large weapons, small weapons, um, you know, it's a little weird because I know it sounds like, you know, on paper, we had a lot of games that try to do the same thing. But to me personally, I liked how this game executed that. To me, I find it unique, you know, and and also you can, sc- can customize your character also uh, from scratch. So and it was a fun game. That's a fun game. Um, matter of fact, I'm still playing through it, actually. But um, on my 360. But so in other words, it was a head scratcher for me. My point is that it's a little weird that we did not see this game appear in backwards compatibility. Because, again, we, we've seen Sega games, obviously, the Sonic, uh, Sonic Generations, Sonic Unleashed, um, All-Star, or Sonic All-Star Racing, uh, you know, just to name a few. Uh, there's more Sonic games than that. Uh, I mean, Condemned. Condemned was, I do believe, uh, published by Sega. So, it, it, it's we see Microsoft have a partnership with Sega. And then Ascidian, I do believe they own the rights to this game. It's a little. It's really weird for me that we did not see this game appear in the backwards compatibility list, and I really I'd love to see this game. I really because literally I could because this game has a long story mode, um, and I could spend hours playing this game. It's so much fun um, to me, and even though it didn't do hot when it came out, yeah, it never appeared, and I I guess it never will appear on the backwards compatibility program unless obsidian decides to remake it maybe i I don't know but i mean that's pretty much the only way i guess but it's just so weird and the other game that i'm like why we didn't see this appear in the backwards compatibility list because we have the first game but the second game didn't release on backwards compatibility um which is the game I'm talking about is Condemned 2. So we have Condemned 1. Condemned 1 was published by Sega. And um, it was developed by Mono- Monolithic. Um, part 2. It was published by Sega again. And um, it was also developed by Monolithic. WB Games. And uh, Blink Video. So. It- it's really weird that. We didn't see the sequel to Condemned in the backwards compatibility program, you know. And I doubt again, it would have been a licensing issue. I doubt it had been a technical issue. I really doubt that. Um, especially that they have original Xbox games running, you know, on the Series X. I, I really doubt that. So it, it was just weird that Condemned 2, and I really wanted Condemned 2. I'm happy we have Condemned 1. I'm really happy, you know, but Condemned 2. I love the game. I love the game. It takes it a step further, and the game does support multiplayer. Um, especially, I love the one of my favorite modes in the multiplayer, hands down. What I find unique was crime scene. Um, crime scene um, may sound a little dark, but there's one team of like I guess um, crooks, and other team uh, and a team of uh, I think uh, it's a I almost said FDA. <laughs> uh, it's like FBI agents, so to speak, or and. The FBI agents, they have this tracker. They have to find evidence that's hidden within the map. um, Which is like um, decapitated heads in a crate, I guess. Man, it sounds really dark. But it's evidence, in other words. And the crooks, they have to pretty much hide the evidence. And they have to protect it. And the, the fun side is the FBI, they have firearms. They have shotguns, pistols. And then the crooks, they have melee weapons. They can only use melee weapons. Unless they knock out uh, FBI um, agent and then they pick up the firearm <clears throat> and it was it was a unique mode it was a unique twist on it uh because me I used to watch a game uh like watch the shows I mean like CI uh CSI um you know like crime shows and stuff like that so um that's what the mode sort of reminded me of a little bit because you know you're, you're hunting for the evidence um and then you have to take down the crooks so. Um, and there was more moles. It was like, obviously, you got the King of the Hill, you got Team Deathmatch, and the melee combat was really awesome. And Condemn 1, you can't use your fist. You co- you only use melee weapons, kick, and a taser, and, you know, occasionally firearms when you find it. And that had limited ammo. But Condemned 2, you could i use your bare fist. You could used um there's even, like, when you beat the game or something, you can unlock FPF mode, um, first-person shooter mode, and you literally have guns and Guns are later uh, are laid out like in every level, and you get to just go ham, you know. And it's such a fun mode. But in other words, it's just the combat I felt like was significantly better. Um, there was overall the game had improvements, you know. And I had loved to see that. I had benefit of HDR too because the, the the lighting system in that game is gorgeous. Um, that lighting system was really good. And um, again, the combat was more brutal. I would have loved to see that game appear in a backwards compatibility title. So I was really confused. That we see the first game. And I'm happy we got that. Because that was an Xbox 360 exclusive. Um, I think for like one or two years. And then it released on Steam. It released on PC. But part two. We're not getting it. And to me it's like why? You know. like It's so weird to me. Why? So I hope Microsoft they could change their mind. Hopefully they find another. I don't know. I don't know if it's literally IP and stuff, but if they got the first one, why not the second? It's so weird to me. Um, especially the first condemned is literally came out... It was a launch title. Released in 2005, uh, November. It released with the 360. So, yeah. And I know the condemned 2 Bloodshot released... It was multiplat. It was on 360. It was even um, on PS3. I do believe it did not release on PC, uh, to my knowledge. So... In other words, I would just love to see that game, you know, FPF boost, auto HDR, even a resolution boost. That game looked great and played great, etc. So I was really sad that, you know, we're not getting it. And then this, the three remaining games that I wish we could have gone. <laughs> now, you know, Microsoft doesn't own these IPs or anything, but, you know, I really wanted to see uh, Tetra Z. I really wanted to see Tetra Z on backwards compatibility. Sad that we didn't get that. Um, it's the it's published and I do believe developed by From Software, the creators of uh, Dark Souls. Um, Dark Souls they do support backpat the uh, compatibility. Um, like I mentioned before, they even helped Microsoft make Dark Souls Three FPF boost. It's weird that they didn't release the update themselves, but they gave Microsoft uh, a tip on how to, you know, enable it. I guess a uh, certain show them a certain technique. To get the game running and then um and then ninja blade ninja blade was the xbox 360 exclusive and um it's again was published and developed um man was it published by sega i'm not sure it was published by sega but it was developed by from software it was a from software game and it's a little it is strange for me that we didn't see that as well i really wanted to see that since it was like microsoft uh, xbox 360 exclusive Um, But again, obviously, that window's closed. We're not going to get it. Um, And then the third and last game that I really personally wanted to see be backwards compatible is Naughty Bear Gold Edition. Uh, To be honest, I love that game. Uh, It's adorable. I think I spoke about it briefly on an episode. Um, It's, you know, the Gold Edition includes all, like, the DLC, um, extra, like, outfits, uh, even, uh, I think, more levels. Uh, different melee weapons because Naughty Bear um, first so yeah there's like two editions pretty much it's like Naughty Bear and then Naughty Bear Gold Edition is sort of like the game of the year edition so to speak just like we have like Injustice right Injustice is backwards compatible and then we also have Injustice Ultimate Edition which included all the DLC characters and stuff and that was also backwards compatible and you know same thing etc. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas we got the regular editions and then you have the the game of the year edition available too so in other words yeah i really want to see naughty bear it was really awesome you pretty much it was like friday the 13th before the actual game came out you know but it's, you're playing as a teddy bear and you know you're hunting down these mean teddy bears so to speak and um it was such a fun game i would love to see that backwards palatable so in other words with these games i was just like oh man like that one has been closed. Obviously, I got to deal with it. Um, <laughs> it's just so weird to me that they're not, you know, like I mentioned with the Bethesda ones, especially Bethesda, like, what? Bethesda owns this. Why not add that to the backup? Build? Like, what happened? Like, Why they couldn't? And then, you know, the Ninja Blade, Tetra Z, and then Naughty Bear Gold Edition. I'm like, oh, man, I really wanted to see that, you know? But again, I'm grateful for the games that we do. Don't get me wrong. I'm like I am grateful for the games that we do have on the program. You know that we have the final uh, 76 games pushed out for the program. Especially now, you can play the entire Max Payne series um, on the Xbox Series X and Xbox One. And then Time Splitters, which bugged me out. I was like, man, I th- okay, that's that's a that's an IP. I legit thought that we would never see on backwards compatibility. I'm glad I was wrong, but I thought we had never seen that. Especially that um, not THQ Nordic, but there's there's another. I forgot the studio's name, but there's a studio that has been um, opened um, specifically, and they're gonna handle the remakes of the game. So I don't know how far off are they, but it's cool that until then the remakes come out, and even a sequel like Splitters Four. We have Time Splitters 2 and Time Splitters 3 um available and it's cool that you could buy them for ten dollars digitally, which is awesome. Well you know US um digital copy. It's ten dollars. So that's awesome because the physical copies of those games are they skyrocketed price. And yeah, and I, I think that's a whole nother topic really, but it's you know, it sucks that we even have some games that um due to licensing issues. They can't sell it digitally in the marketplace. So, for example, Fear One, Fear Files, uh, Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand, Mortal Kombat. You can't, you can't um, buy those on the Microsoft Store. Uh, due and, and JC Ronald confirmed on his Twitter actually a few days ago that um, you, yeah, due to licensing issues, they can't. Um, they couldn't sell it digitally on the store. So that that really sucks. But at least. They support backwards compatibility, and what, what sucks is that because those games are not available digitally, and the only way to play them on the Xbox Series X and, and um and X S and Xbox One, um, you know, now they're in demand. And the only way to get in your hands and to be able to play these games is if you have a physical copy, those physical copies on the market rolls up in price. So literally, as I'm trying to I already have this game, um uh 50 Cent Blood and Sand. Uh, I'm trying to look for a game store to see that has that game, uh, so that way I, I could locate it for my, uh, for my brother, from another mother, you know, uh, Tony, so we can play some co-op on that, um, but, yeah, the game is nowhere to be found. It- it's really difficult, and if you do find it online, it's like 50 bucks, like $40. As a matter of fact, I called, uh, a game store, um, and they were saying, man, like, you know, I'm sorry we don't have it, sir, but, um... But man, it looks like that game is highly sought after because I just see in my system that we just rose the game up to thirty dollars. So it's 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 crazy. <laughs> it's so it sucks. I would like to see it digital, um, but you know it is what it is. But anyway, so that that's the two things I want to talk about to just overall give a quick summary. You know games there. You know some a few games that I want to see backwards compatibility we haven't seen um and really weird and i want to know why because I'm, I'm very curious to why um and probably that question will never be answered um you know and, and then the second thing was you know I'm, I'm happy it's it's awesome we have 130 games of uh, fef supported fef boost supported and i don't know how many games uh resolution supported um but you know that Came to an end as of right now, because of the current technique, they can't um, support any more games. But Jason Round said they haven't given up. They're always finding new ways, and they're they're gonna find new ways to support these games. And I hope that is soon. I hope that they they have some brilliant minds on the team. Um, and I'm man, I really pray that you know Jason Round on their team and, and Xbox. In other words, they just they find these new techniques, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be soon. I'm pretty sure I'm holding on to that. Um, but. You know they're going to, you know, continue to support that as soon as they discover more technique, more techniques. And again, I hope it's soon because can you imagine, like they find a technique, and they're able to implement FPF boost to all their uh, back and pack games? Can you imagine that? That would be crazy if they could implement FPF boost on all their Xbox three hundred and sixty titles, all original Xbox titles even, um, and of course like. Um, even Xbox One, you know, like, that would be crazy. That would be crazy, you know? And I know that might be a, a far stretch, so to speak, or, man, car, you kind of asking for a lot there. <laughs> no, but, but you know, I why not? You know, why not? And I believe they could do it. I, I believe they could do it. They came this far with their techniques of FEF Boost and even Xbox One X enhancements, th- things that I would never thought was even possible. And literally... They're literally, these techniques, they're doing it without even touching the game code. I'm sure they could come up with another technique that it is possible to implement in all other titles. But again, we'll see. And that's where I'm going to leave it for now. And guys, I want to say thank you so very much uh, for tuning into this episode of True A Gaming. I really appreciate, sincerely, your support. Thank you so much for your time. Um, if you have a question and or a topic you want me to address here on the show, you can send your question in or email at twgp questions at gmail.com um make sure you um write question in the subject bar and I also leave your name in the message so that way i could probably address you here on the show and or you could send me uh, a message or tweet at me on twitter um, i'm on twitter so my twitter is at trueway gaming um and you could send a, a, a message or a question like that and uh, it's another way you could you know be a part of the show and also if you just want to um you know stay tuned for any announcements i may have or um Stay up to date with me or see what I'm just posting. Um, you know, follow me on Twitter. And then also, I'm, I mentioned before in a previous um, uh, podcast, but I actually have a... You know, I also post these episodes. or You're going to see me start posting more and more. I posted one episode. I got to do more. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm also posting these ep- um, episodes of True Way Gaming Podcast on YouTube. So you can find me on YouTube. Uh, you can search True Way Gaming Podcast i um, on YouTube and you're going to see, you know, my logo and I have one video up there right now. But trust me, you're going to see plenty more. And here on out, you're going to see, you know, you could tune in to the show that way as well. Please tell your friends and family, um, you know, about the show, you know, please. And wherever you are tuning in, whether you're tuning in on Spotify or um, Amazon Music, um, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, I'm like everywhere. Spotify. Yeah, I think I said Spotify already. Uh, Pocket Cast, whatever you are. Don't forget to subscribe and to follow. And, um, you know, again, thank you so much for, uh, you know, again, blessing me with your time and praise God and, you know, coming uh, along with this journey for me. You know, with me. Oh, my goodness. Can't talk. <laughs> coming to this journey with me. Um Yeah. And is there anything else I'm leaving out? I feel like there's something. Oh, and also I started again to stream on Twitch. Um, I started streaming again on Twitch. So my Twitch account is one way soldier um i'm gonna change my logo uh soon I, I gotta do that i reminded myself of that um but you're, you know if you were to search me up right now on twitch you're gonna see uh like a soldier on one knee and um yeah and, and you're gonna see uh it says um oh my goodness, what does it say i think it says like the power of god you know it's behind you powerful powerful i, lo- I love the lord so much thank you jesus uh but yeah but you can follow me on on twitch as well so guys um thank you so very much i love you guys jesus loves you my name is one way soldier and this is the end of my transmission you love you guys Yeah.